Yes, hi, hello, happy holidays, and welcome back to fucking Gooncast, where we fucking waste our lives talking about stupid shit. Hey, how's it going? I'm Saber. Also, you know, James. I'm a Twitch streamer and a hack fraud. And once again, I'm joined by uh, Kat and Lee and a special guest. Introduce yourselves. Yeah, hi, everybody. Uh, once again, it's uh, your girl Kat, a.k.a. the Attack Cat on Twitch. Uh, I'm a horror writer. I'm a Dialogue designer by day, uh, horror writer slash artist by night. Bitches! Your boy Leo Alders here, the Valley Jester. I'm a ha uh, horror and fantasy writer. And uh, I will not be segueing into today's topic because we have Fourth Goon today. Ooh! Yeah, woo, Fourth Goon, introduce yourself. I'm Aaron Thomas. I'm just an absolute fraud. Not a hack fraud, just a fraud. Beautiful. Well, you're halfway oh. there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're an honorary hack fraud today. Yeah. So what? What are what? Remember the Matrix? No, no. Somebody refresh my memory. Oh. Someone refresh my memory for two hours. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half hours. Yeah. So uh, we're one oh, of the man. topics today is the Matrix uh, Resurrections, aka Matrix Four, aka Matrix Remember, a.k.a. Matrix Regurgitations, a.k.a. Um, meta. Oh, man. <laughs> full, full, full spoilers, obviously. Um, yeah. So why don't you all discuss your, your, your enjoyment of the previous films for a hot minute, and then, <laughs> then we'll uh, go into the new one. Uh, oh, okay, I, I can start. Yeah, go for it. Um, so, uh, I probably watched the first Matrix um, a fair ways out from when it actually came out, because I would have been, like, nine at the time, and definitely not allowed to see that kind of movie. Um, but I loved the first one. Uh, you know, I didn't... I don't think I loved it to the degree that a lot of fans did, um, but I thought it was smart, and it was fun to watch, and the action was... Uh, really enjoyable and uh, unique, um, and it really like kind of genre defining uh, in a way. Uh, and I hated the sequels; just kind of didn't really care for them at all. So that's that's about my uh, you know. I, I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I'd say that I've appreciated what the uh, Wachowskis originally did. Yeah, I, my. <sighs> My relationship with The Matrix is I, I am one of the people who drinks the Kool-Aid on the first one. I think it is absolutely fantastic. Um, some parts of it haven't aged very well, but at the same time, it's one of those things that was like so new and revolutionary when it came out that it kind of like invented a lot of things that we maybe take as overplayed these days. Uh, and I'm a little bit of an apologist for the second and third. I don't think they're as um, I don't think they're as bad as the reputation is. They're still not great. I just I, I think they get a little bit of bad uh, of a bad rep because on a, on a rewatch, the second one especially is not too shabby. Um, but yeah, it, it's it is a damn fine series. Damn fine. And see, that's where I come in, and I'm just like, I'm a big fanboy of all three, the Animatrix. Yeah. Coca oh, my Coca God. Comics to my veins. 
<laughs> just I, I absolutely love the Matrix. It's it's a series that I've it, like the Star Wars prequels. I'm the only one defending the sequels, so you know it's 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 just something I do. I like the underdog movies. I suppose. I don't know. Well, at least at least we are in a day and age where Reddit has propelled Revenge of the Sith into being one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, when did that happen? Like. Oh <laughs> Three years ago or some, I don't Dear know. Lord. I mean, this, best of the prequels, but not, no. Now, hold on just a minute. This, whole this is not a Star your Wars idea. podcast. Hold on. <laughs> your idea. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't ask for this. Um, I didn't ask for this. Yeah, and as, as, as for me, uh, I, I think the first movie's fine. I, I was never a super big fan of it. In fact, I thought it was a tinge overrated. I, I do find it... I, I respect it for what, what it accomplished and what it popularized, even though I'm going to try to chalk it up to just similar minds think alike sort of thing as it, as it happens in Hollywood where you have two similar films coming out virtually like in, in close proximity that kind of cover the same topic. Oh. And, and I'm kind of yeah. always a, uh, a dark, dark person who goes like, I liked it better when Dark City did it, even though I know it's The Matrix was most likely in production beforehand, even though The Matrix did mm -hmm. reuse some sets from Dark City, but I just am chalking that up to just film production well, cutting costs and stuff like that. Uh, so as a, as a kind of jumping off point from that, uh, I sort have you, have you guys, um, I sort of recently had to eat crow about this because there was like a there's like a famous Hollywood rumor. I'm sure you guys have heard this that like the screenplay from the Matrix was stolen originally. Like it was a it was a it was a not famous like really? black female writer who like had a script that was being shopped around. It's it's completely false or at least I mean allegedly, you know, allegedly allegedly uh that like there's no evidence that that ever happened and the woman in interviews uh she comes off as a little uh couple screws loose <laughs> um so yeah so it's one of those hollywood wives tales that you can probably chalk up to like marilyn manson got a rib removed so he could give yes. himself a blowjob yes well no there is actually a person who like genuinely sued the wachowskis for it but like she had absolutely no case yeah, and lost okay. spectacularly so it's just it's one of those things that's kind of like it was uh, I think it was a thing that was used to like discredit them in some ways. And I had just heard it as rumor and never even because I'm not, a you know, I'm not a big Matrix fan. So I was just like, oh, all right, sure. That's weird and kind of, you know, terrible of them. And then like years later, somebody was like, ah, uh, are you sure about that? And I was like, you know what? I'm actually not. I kind of just took what my friend told me at face value and I Googled it and I was like, Oh, Oh no, she's crazy. Well, yeah. Like it's, <laughs> that's similar to the, uh, the endless, um, that I had grown up with that Lion King was a knockoff of Kimba the white lion. And Oh my you, God. You just, yes. <laughs> you hear that. And it's just like, okay. And then you see the evidence they're presenting is like, Oh, this doesn't look too good for Disney. Yeah. And of course. Yeah. Uh, like a year or two ago, uh, your movie sucks. Did a massive two and a half hour breakdown of that and disproved yep. that entire fucking thing. Uh, but I mean, Which you know, is that, fantastic, yeah. and also like very much a you know be sort of be careful what you you yeah. know like what you like what rumors you believe mm -hmm. because yeah very much it's so easy for someone to just say something to discredit someone yeah. and you know 
Or there's or there's the other side of it where it's true and no one cares. Like, oh, James Cameron's yeah. avatar is just John Carter of Mars, and everyone's like, yeah, but fuck John Carter. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, fuck Taylor Kitsch, not my gambit. I, oh my god. I don't particularly true. <laughs> I don't particularly like either sequel, although I like most of the Animatrix, and. Uh, mm. I haven't was, seen the Animatrix actually. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, there's there's yeah. element. It's it's an anthology film. Some of the shorts are fantastic. Some fall a little flat. It's sure in the nature of anthology movies. This um, is this is kind of a fun podcast then because I feel like we kind of run the gamut of emotions on the original. Yeah trilogy this matrix four podcast is so fun because we haven't talked about it yet <laughs> yeah, and, well, and, uh, well yeah i'm saying i i feel like all of us are coming from very different places like yes. emotionally and and uh you know opinion wise and i think we're gonna end up in the same place <laughs> uh, when the matrix four was announced uh i i thought it was a bad idea conceptually just because i'm i'm a little burnt out on uh, trilogies that were wrapped up getting years later sequels and mm-hmm. also the endless nostalgia bait that Hollywood has been doing where it's just hey remember this franchise we're gonna be digging it up yeah. since it very yeah. rarely works out as I was telling Kevin. for more on that listeners go back and re-listen to our reviews of Halloween Kills and Candyman <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the yeah. Only, Viral. The oh only, my god. The only film I can think of in recent memory that 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 was a years later sequel that I I adore is Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went into this movie with no expectations yeah. and trying to yeah. go in with an open mind, and mm-hmm. uh, I was very frustrated and disappointed. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think. I think for me, like, and especially on rewatch, I feel like I've mellowed a little bit. I, I still dislike, I think I dislike mostly the execution of a lot of stuff. I think a lot of the ideas are there. And I think there's a universe where I could have liked this. It's not this universe, but. Was it in the Matrix, perhaps? It might have been in the Matrix, yes. Um, because, uh, in general, like, I mean, you know, obviously spoilers, there's a huge meta element and I, I know a lot of people just like hate meta out the gate. Like they just don't want, but personally, I've never had a problem with meta. Um, you know, James and I talked about, we both really like Cabin in the Woods. I mean, I think everybody here can agree. Cabin in the Woods is a great movie. Um, uh, I even, I even am a fan of Grave Encounters 2. Um, which is very meta and definitely turned a lot of people off uh, in that regard, but I enjoyed it for what it was. So I'm saying this as somebody who, like, maybe maybe that's an indication of, like, my taste is shit, or maybe it's an indication of, like, I don't just hate something just because it's meta. I, I And I don't even necessarily just hate the meta parts of this. I just think they were so self-aware and, like, self-indulgent mm-hmm. uh yeah but it, it but, was it was borderline masturbatory but remember the matrix? a little bit yeah remember self-congratulatory mm-hmm. and also um yeah I, I you know i don't necessarily want oh jesus i don't necessarily want to uh get ahead of ourselves if like james and i want to get into any of like uh you know i mean we, we stray away from work talk a lot but i feel like Given what happens 20 minutes in, I feel like it's kind of necessary for us to say 
something it's hard about not that. To. <laughs> yeah, I don't, James. I don't know if you want to leave that for later or we'll leave it for later. You know, I wanna, okay. I want everybody's ground opinion yeah. first because, I mean, you and I take particular umbrage with the first half yes. hour or so of the movie. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, my my short version uh, impression before we get into it further. I wanted to turn the movie off twice. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Well, as far as resurrections go, uh, I would rather watch Alien Resurrection. Oh, ooh. 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 You mean the, wow. one, the, the, the one with the alien? I end my case. Alien, <laughs> the, the one with the alien that has a dick and vagina on its chest? Yeah, from the crazy French psychopath, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it also has Ron Perlman. So. It does have mm-hmm. Ron Perlman. Uh, that it, does make a movie significantly better. It does. It does. That's See the Hellboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Hellboy fucking slaps. But um, yeah. All right, Aaron. Uh, what, what what's your base impression or, or <sighs> deep sighs? Okay, so. We're off to a great start. He's <laughs> <laughs> like the lo- elongated. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a Walter starting corpse party session. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw it on uh, midday. The day it came out, I was really excited. I I can't even say I was really excited. I was just I I've known the Wachowskis' past works, and knowing that only Lana Wachowski was working on this one, I knew to expect something. Whether that would be good or not <laughs> was <laughs> completely another thing. Because I've again, I've seen all the Matrix movies. I've seen Cloud Atlas. I've seen Jupiter Ascending. I've seen you know everything they do, and anytime the Wachowskis are in a in an interview, listening to Lana Wachowski, she is obviously this bigger idea person. Mm. So I go into it kind of expecting somewhat of an experience, and four days later, I don't know whether I liked it or not. It's definitely two separate movies. I wish he picked one and just filmed that one. Mm-hmm. It 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 starts with that meta thing, and then she's got this nice big ball of meta, and seemingly, oh, you can say something with this, and then she trips over it, breaks the bowl, and says, ah, "Fuck it, let's just finish the film." Yeah, yeah, that's that that is that is pretty accurate. Yeah. Oh, I. Uh, yeah, I think I think actually my my opinion probably falls a little closer to that than to just outright hating it, just because. I, yeah, I do think that there are ideas there, and I, I even kind of like the clever kind of like self, you know, self-referential. Like they're making us make a sequel, you know, like oh fuck reboots kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like, and and handled handled better. It's really just the execution, I think. Handled better. I, I was like, this this would have been clever. Yeah. Or at least I, my my monkey brain would have been like, oh, yes, clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's. But so yeah, there's there's there's. I mean, a lot of ideas that I really liked, and I lot a lot of ideas that I appreciated, and I think if it was tweaked or executed in a different way, I would have liked the mm-hmm. film a hell of a lot more. Um, but like, just so much of just the 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 execution of the meta stuff especially with just the endless fucking flashbacks to the first three films. Yeah. Uh, I, really I, I think kept taking yeah. me out of I it. read, I, I very, I read somewhere that that was supposed to be like them 
uh, or maybe you told me, James, but that was supposed to be like them uh, showing clips from the the game. Yeah. Right. Like it was supposed to be clips of the game being like, oh, my God, like, you know, or Thomas Anderson being like, oh, like, why is this mirroring this thing? I remember I half remember, but also made a game out of and the game is the the thing that is the visual for but it's just the previous movies i just don't think it worked yeah especially since you have matrix games there's, there's like yeah there's that one scene where they get to the theater and they're like this is footage from your game and it's literally just showing footage from the first matrix movie and and i'm just sitting here and it's like, yeah. this is taking me out of it because the fact that it's like yeah this is just the 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 movie and it's like i know this is the movie and and it's it's like i if they if they wanted to save money as as I was joking yesterday when when we were watching it with Lee, just fucking mm-hmm. use footage from that shitty Path of Neo game, which is like a recap <laughs> of the three Matrix games. But you know, it's it's also the Matrix. It has a bajillion dollars. Can you imagine if they actually had? <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, I would have given. To, they should have cut to okay. For those of you who aren't so into, like, the props. extended lore, <laughs> uh, Morpheus gets canonically killed off in the Matrix Online video game. Mm-hmm. I watched I watched the cutscene for how they off Morpheus, and it's like, like uh, the game does not have impressive visuals. Like, some dude in a mask, like, slithers out of a vent like he's a Heartless from Kingdom Hearts and, <laughs> and just plugs Morpheus. And I'm just, uh-huh. I'm... I wish they would have just cut to that shit during this movie. Just like yeah. the moment of Thomas and Niobe looking at Morpheus's statue in, in the ruins of Zion. Just like, you know, you know, Morpheus died, you know, for what he believed in. And then just smash cut to these like PS1 graphics of Morpheus getting gunned <laughs> down. I, I, that would be better than this. I'm, I'm just sitting there going, like, as I mentioned yesterday, that fucking Frankie Muniz movie, Stay Alive had custom video game oh. footage made just for that yeah. fucking movie and that game doesn't even exist and i'm like mm-hmm. warner brothers come on guys you got the money yeah you got you, you just 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 make 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 yeah. CG what it scenes. what it reminded me of is um very hastily created almost almost always direct to dvd sequels where they need yeah. to incorporate footage from the more expensive, more successful previous movie uh, to pad out the runtime. Wait, like, like what is the? I, I was just about to say <laughs> Garbage Day, <laughs> where the the sequel is like half just reused footage, yeah. <laughs> like like Underworld Evolution or oh like yeah. There's so many. There's so many yeah. movies that. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's just a situation of like they really wanted Hugo Weaving and Lawrence Fishburne, but royalties are cheaper than actual yeah. casting payments. Yeah. So it's uh, well, just, I, apparently <laughs> Hugo Weaving was busy, and that was why he couldn't come back. And so. not his normal history of not doing sequels. So. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, that's, that's that's actually another. Yeah, thing actually, too. actually, that's true because he also didn't come back for uh, uh, what's it called, Red Skull. In the Marvel universe, oh, that was apparently. Yeah, so yeah, maybe it's just he's like, nah. <laughs> no, he was sitting. He was sitting down for the casting meeting for V for Vendetta, and he's like checking four times. I die at the end of this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get me All out right. of here. All that's, right, that's like, like, uh, the, so there's Smith is back, but he's played by a new actor, and I think the new actor does a, 
as that's a pretty fucking Jonathan solid job. Groff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but yeah, if we're gonna go into cast, then of, that's actually where I have a lot of good things to say. So pretty yeah. yeah, go of, on. All of yeah, his, the cast was really solid. I, I like his performance, but all of his dialogue lacks the weight because it's not fucking Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. It like so yeah. much of the dialogue is uh, oh I've missed you and it's like member berries type shit but it's like mm-hmm. it would work if it's Hugo Weaving because one it's yes. Hugo Weaving who's a phenomenal actor and two he's the one who yeah. played this mm-hmm. character you know yeah, yeah so I, I, this isn't the first time someone has replaced Hugo Weaving in the Matrix you got to think about the Bane character in the uh, second and third in the movie. second yeah and like if if you were to compare the two like. You've got the guy. You've got Bane, who's doing this pretty bad impression of Hugo Weaving, and then you've got the new guy, who's just vaguely doing Hugo Weaving esque lines. Yeah, yeah, and it's he's not even supposed to uh, like. I mean, he's supposed to be, I think, the same program underneath, but he is supposed to be a different, yeah, like entity, right? Like he's Something he is like Hugo Weaving as a as a metaphysical being, but like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a little bit more okay. And I, I really liked uh, New Morpheus. New Morpheus. Oh yeah, I, 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 I don't remember Yaya Abdul Mateen is. Yeah, he's, he's becoming one of my favorite actors the last like five years. He's yeah, he's great. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Uh, as as an as an unapologetic fanboy of the greatest showman. <laughs> uh, which is where I first saw him, and now he's doing you know fucking Candyman. I loved him and Dude is the dude is unreal. I love him. I know y'all are like no Candyman, but I'm like ah, <laughs> yes Candyman. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like um, I feel like the Smith recast by Jonathan Groff. It's it's only um, it's only because it has to be compared to Hugo that it's like maybe yeah. seen as a weaker performance. But it's a great performance for a new character, a new presentation. I absolutely love uh, Jessica Henwick, who plays uh, Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Oh, she was um, great, yeah. I fell in love with her because I was one of the only five people who watched Iron Fist. And, um, oh, she was, is she in Iron Fist? Uh, yes, she is okay. <laughs> She is one of the leads in Iron Fist. I, I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but like I'm excited to see her in more stuff. And I yeah, hope she's, she gets to do more. Yeah, she's she's extremely good. She um I think she's in um she's in something Blade Runner related. Like there's a new Blade Runner. Oh. Uh is it the animated one perhaps? Yeah, she's in the animated Blade Runner thing. Cool. Cool. But Very um cool. yeah, it's just like so she was great. Um, you know Neil, Neil Patrick Harris as Dio was oh. inspired. <laughs> let's let's talk <laughs> about Dio. <laughs> Yeah, Neil yeah, Zawardo Harris. <laughs> um, if they did not spoil like five minutes before his reveal, oh, that yeah. he was going to be the antagonist of the film. Oh God, beautiful, yep. yes. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that if if the reveal had happened in the motorcycle repair shop, I would have like. I would have been like clapping. That was it was a great villain monologue. It was a great villain moment. But yeah, we just had a throwaway line from New Smith being like, "By the way, your therapist is the new architect and the bad guy." And you're like, "Wait, what?" And then they're fighting and you're like, "What? Okay." Um which to to me like it is a problem with this movie, I think, but it's also a thing I've noticed in other 
movies as well, because Shang-Chi did the exact same thing. And I think I mentioned it while we were watching it, where uh, there was a very important plot point in the very beginning that's just kind of like revealed in a very throwaway line. Mm -hmm. But that plot point is a huge element of, I mean, spoilers for that movie as well. It's the fact that his mom is dead. That plot point is like the central driving force of the villain's like plot to you know, do what he's doing. Uh, it's also a central part of the main character coming to terms with who he is and his place in the world. And it's just like, they reveal that in a throwaway line when later on they actually show like her dying heroically to like save them. And it's just like, wh- why would you, why would you not have that? Like, just kind of be a thing that like the audience knows and the, like, why say it in just a line? Mm-hmm. And they did the exact same thing here where it's just like, you're lessening, you're deadening the impact of the reveal by just being like, oh yeah, by the way, this thing's coming up. Don't worry about it. We, we needed, we needed more importance for French hobo scene. <laughs> oh my Don't, God. We'll, we'll, we'll get to French hobo scene. <sighs> I, oh, I think they, they were, they were gearing up to, to have this great new, this great new force that maybe they can, maybe they can fix it. Maybe they can put it back on the rails. Cause I feel like they, they set up NPH's character super strong. And then just in, in the moment where it counted, just completely neutered him. Um, you know, it, they, they have the moment of Neo and Trinity, like, uh, being forced to like, come to come to terms with who they are. You know, is Trinity going to remember who she is and trust him? And then, mm-hmm. Ah, Booyaka! Smith jumps in and just, <laughs> I'm I'm still here. I'm still the villain. It's like, can we just? We had a cool character established to take over the reins of the new antagonist for what is probably going to be another fucking trilogy. So help me. And I feel I don't like know. they do were you, they do were you think pushing. This was well to... enough. Do you think this was well enough received that they'll keep doing it? Uh, it's the it, matrix. It's it's, it, oh. it, it's probably printed a lot of money. Critically and and I mean it's 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 doing okay critically. It's very divisive for sure, but you know mm-hmm. it it depends. On, I, I mean guess, I mean honestly I'm numbers. honestly less less that I don't want to see another one of these movies, but more that I would rather see new original stuff from the Wachowski sisters. You know. Yeah, but then you'll get Jupiter Ascending. Yes, but like I feel like we can... <laughs> all right. Listen, listen. I am I am a huge speedrunner apologist all right <laughs> like i like i'm just like like okay listen james wan got my letters <laughs> james wan went back and he did he redid dead silence and he made it better with malignant he gifted the, us the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the wakowskis will read my letters and make another like original speed racer and it'll be fun and colorful yeah. and just like a fucking blast Make, make speed I believe racer in them. Make, five. make speed racer two, please. Like I, I'm not. All a fan. of my letters are like under their fridge, and they'll like one day one of them will just be like, oh, right. I, I, I don't like this the, bitch. I don't <laughs> like the Wachowski movies, but I love Speed Racer. So give me more Speed yeah. Racer. Yeah, yeah. What? And yeah, if that's I, the I takeaway guess... from this whole thing, yes, more Speed Racer. <laughs> yeah. And then why? I, we, I we, guess we, my... got it. Jupiter Ascending 2. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you can make Jupiter Ascending 2, but make it as fun as Speed Racer, I will watch it and love it. Like, come on. Oh, you think you'd be lucky enough to get a Jupiter Ascending 2? You're getting no. Jupiter Ascending Origins. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> or how about a, a Cloud Atlas, but not racist? 
Cloud Atlas without the elephant. That's the yeah, truth. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'd be cool. That'd be, my, I actually, I liked most of Cloud Atlas, and then I got to that part, and I was like, cool, turning this off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my, my, my closing gripe on the whole NPH thing is that I feel like they could have, they could have kept him standing tall to act as the villain going forward. They pulled what episode one of star Wars did with Darth Maul that I hated where they presented him as, okay, here's the new badass. And in the last 30 minutes of the movie, he cements himself. He, he kills Liam Neeson. He's like, I am the new fucking bad guy. And then they just off him. And I just kept thinking, wow, if they just kept him around for two more movies, that'd have been great. Yeah. But then you wouldn't have gotten Christopher Lee. You could have still had Christopher Lee. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but, just, why not? And on, on, you know, on, just not as a always, big bad. On the there can always of, be more uh, Sith Lords. <laughs> on the subject of characters, though, it's so great that we had a bunch of brand new Melvins and nothing bad ever happens to any of them, and and they're just there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All those. All those. All right. All right. Yeah. Can't... Let's let's talk about the stakes and how there weren't any. What, what's um, um, And and I can't like. <laughs> well, I, actually, I. Yeah, I, I know you had to let uh, let Joe out, but um, I was just talking about how I loved Jessica Henwick and Bugs uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah, but, um, they were fine. The rest of them can can fuck right off. Like I think one was named Sequoia, and I don't remember any of the others. Yeah, the yeah, because Sequoia had to explain how his parents met and fucked and created him for oh, a yeah, reason. oh the immediate <laughs> the immediate backstory of yeah, <laughs> my name's Sequoia. I can see you looking at the tattoo of trees on my arm. Let me tell you about how I was conceived. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're like whoa. What? <laughs> you're like, you, hello, uh, hello, I just met you. <laughs> yeah, hello, you're wearing the power armor from Universal Soldier 3. My parents, my parents used the tree sap as lube. I was sticky. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, you you think about like the lasting, you know, the staying power of the original crew, you know, Dozer, mm-hmm. Cypher, Mouse, Switch, Apoc, like they were all characters. Even the ones that were smaller time that got off, like Apoc and Switch, had personality and had character. Well, and uh, in addition to having personality and character, they got offed. Which is a thing that they just, like, refused to do in this movie. Every Everyone was like, oh, everything's so dangerous, we can't get caught, we can't get caught. But then we didn't see any real danger. There's that great scene at the very end, which I, we'll talk at length about in a little bit, I'm sure, because it's the one really good part of the movie. Which is, there's a final chase sequence that lasts, like, a solid ten minutes, and it's yeah, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment where one of the cars of, of Protags flips over, mm-hmm. and... Uh, the swarm, for those of you who, are, who have not seen this, the swarm is essentially a virus program that infects people and turns them into zombies. Mm-hmm. So Matrix 4 has zombies. Work with me here. <laughs> and the the van flips over, and the swarm are getting into the vehicle. And right when they're getting to their bodies, it cuts to their their human selves hooked up in the system, like taking hits and looking like they're getting torn apart without any physical damage getting done to them. It's like, Oh, that's fucking horrifying. They're like being torn apart by zombies. And then no, no, they're, they're good. They're good. They're good. On a side note, I was okay with the matrix zombies because they, 
introduced werewolves, vampires, and ghosts in the second one. Yeah. So zombies, that's I, fine. You know, I had to I had to eat crow and do a total 180 on it because like halfway through the movie, I'm like, this zombie swarm shit's really dumb. And then in that final sequence, I'm like, this yeah. is the hypest shit they've thought of all yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, the, no, the yeah. I love the final chase. The, 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 them just diving out the window as bombs. Was yes. Awesome. yes. Yes. Like holy shit. <laughs> What a what a great what great visuals and like really impactful and I just wish it had felt more dangerous in that yeah like we didn't have the fucking Game of Thrones oh the cut away from the protagonists and cut back and they're fine it's just like there's, yeah, there's, guys there's give me give me danger there's literally a scene towards the end of that sequence where the 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 van is is, is has this horde on top of it and like bugs and Morpheus show up and then it cuts away and then when it cuts back. All, all the zombies are gone. There's no bodies, and they're just pulling the people yeah. out, and everybody's fine. It's like, all right, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Game of Thrones, fucking uh, whatever the season eight, the zombies, that big battle where we thought we thought so many people were gonna die because, or the the fucking winter. I I I don't even deign to remember what it was called well, <laughs> when all the winter zombies came well, the zombies and uh, the everybody was supposed night. to die. The long yeah. night. Yeah, everybody was supposed to die, but then all of the main characters were just like, oh no, I'm getting swarmed. The camera cuts. I'm fine now. <laughs> and zombies, like, the zombies forgot they left the stove on, so they all went home. <laughs> yeah. all, all of them simultaneously, as soon as the camera's off, is like, oh shit, I gotta go. <laughs> Wait, I can't deal with this right now. I gotta go feed my cat. <laughs> I think there's some more thing that George R. R. Martin forgot to, forgot to give them the list of who dies at the end, so they just went, uh, everybody yeah. lose? Yeah. Oh, they uh, tore up his notes years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot George, was, right. George was calling him like, hey, I watched the latest episode. What's going on there? And they're like, fuck off, George. We got hack frauding to do. <laughs> oh, my God. They see, they see George not followed by Lucas on their... Uh, uh, caller ID and are like, mm, don't answer that. Don't, don't. Oh, the poetic beauty of the fact that they they sabotaged season <laughs> eight and wrapped it early to jump onto a Star Wars project, and then mm -hmm. Disney said, "Go fuck yourselves." Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what you do to stories, no? Yeah. <laughs> and it all ends well because they gave a program to David Cage. Oh Yay! God. I can't. Now wait. we'll get Star Wars done by a creepy sex pervert. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Hooray! There's already a petition to get that game shut down. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Yeah, I'd believe it. I'd um, believe uh, it. Mr. Cage, we've read over the uh, final draft of your. Why are there rape here, ninjas? Questions. Um, why are there Sith <laughs> rape ninjas? <laughs> What's he talking? The about? The hat on his desk falls over, full of his ideas <laughs> that all read. That all read ninjas. Sith rape ninjas. <laughs> oh, well, also God, best part of the damn. best part of the game awards were where he was just up on stage. He was like, you know, we stand against uh, sexual oh. harassment and all that. Here's a oh. Quantic Dream game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they kept doing it too. Like, here's one Please. about like, you know, uh, you know, violence, uh, like sexual abuse in the workplace. And then here's an ad from Riot Games. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> and then they caught on. They're like, don't run the Blizzard footage. Don't, <laughs> don't run the Diablo 4 trailer. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a whole can of worms we shouldn't open on this podcast. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but I that's, mean, that's an I, interesting segue I guess, to. Uh, I guess that's a yeah, that's a good segue to James and I's point. Well, I was gonna say it's a yep. good segue for the Game Awards existing in 1999, a full 15 years oh before God. they were created. Thanks. James, oh, yeah. James, you know why? You know why? 
You know why now. You saw the tweet. Yeah, I saw the tweet. <laughs> you saw the so tweet. You know why. Oh, what, um, what tweet is this? Jeff Keighley fucking self-congratulating the fact that the Game Awards are in the Matrix. Oh yeah. my god. It has to be it has to be some sort of like mutual plug thing yeah. or How something. How many hand jobs did you give Jeff? <laughs> How many? But, you know, I knew like, there had to be something because they headlined the Game Awards. It's yeah. like, oh uh... yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. That there has to go. be it. It has to be it has to be Warner Brothers being like, hey, we'll fund the Game Awards and we'll plug the Game Awards in the movie and yeah, just some big corporate orgy. <laughs> so yeah, so, <laughs> of, yeah. Self, of self-interest. Speaking of self-interest corporate orgies, uh it's revealed that Thomas <laughs> Anderson uh, in in this version of the Matrix, oh god, he is a world class game designer, and mm-hmm. he created a trilogy of games. That's the Matrix trilogy that are all beloved. Even though in you know real world, the the only beloved one is really the first one, and the second and third ones are very divisive. Uh, but p- mm-hmm. they have their fans. But this this mm-hmm. movie acts as though the trilogy is is perfection, like like the Star Wars trilogy and the Lord of the Rings trilogy or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know that's besides the point. And as we mentioned, you know, they, they keep showing footage from the game and it's literally just the fucking movie. And in 1999. You would think you could throw like an eight bit filter on it, but no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. shade um, that shit. Come on. And 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 it does it does the typical Hollywood game dev thing where it's just fucking grandma's boy. Where it's it's yep. it's it's the most this, faithful movie, of the all time. most faithful representation of game dev ever. Where it's it's yeah, just so, one person who makes the game, and he, they're surrounded yep. by corporate stooges. Yes, and like men. There's, there's this yeah. entire pitch meeting where there it's this meta thing about what the Matrix is to people, and it's like, oh, it's bullet time. Oh, it's it's trans symbolism. Oh, it's philosophy. Oh, it's nonstop action, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's done in the guise of a video game. Using a bunch meeting. of buzzwords. And yeah, yes. using tons of buzzwords and other stuff. And that was like the single most infuriating moment for me that that I, I nearly mm-hmm. turned the film off multiple times because like genuinely I get every game every game developer I've talked to who has seen this movie has said that they almost turned the game off at that moment. Because it's just so bad. It's such a caricature of and I, I, like what what we do. I get, and on top of that, like, uh, sorry, go ahead, James. I, I was just gonna say that I I get the like they're they're trying to tie into the meta stuff and and mm-hmm. incorporate the fan and st- fan and studio demand for wanting a sequel because ne- Thomas Anderson's being forced to make a, a sequel to the Matrix. But for 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 the Wachowskis. And Lana in particular, since she wrote and directed this, who who constantly claim that they love video games and they're all about nerd culture and all this other stuff. I'm just so tired of of grandma's boy level game dev representation in 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 Hollywood because it just continues this idea that like it's just super relaxing and 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 it's super fun all the time and and one person makes a game and it's just yeah dude bros all over the place I- and. Yeah, and I'm gonna, um, yeah, like, I, I, I won't, I won't speak 100% for James, and I won't speak 100% for everyone in the, the industry, um, but as a person who's worked in games for five years and done indies before that, um, it's just incredibly disheartening 
to still see that be the attitude outside the game industry that their representation of us is yeah just like outdoor designers up in their ivory towers and like it just it completely erases everyone else who actually makes games you know like Mm -hmm. there's never there's never talk about the artists on the project the programmers the other designers the you know like down to QA. qa fuck it Fuck it. Make Bugs a QA tester. That'd be cute. Yeah. That'd be stupid and on the nose, but it'd sure. be cute. No, yeah, that, that could have been. <laughs> the, oh, the she way has of, to find the bug. She has ah! to get it. Get it. That could, that actually could right. have been the way where, where she was tracking down who Thomas Anderson was because they made a plot point of we scanned everybody at that company and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like I, I but like I'm not asking for much. Just just make it a little more accurate than Grandma's boy doesn't have to be yeah. see, faithful because that's boring. Yeah, well, see, and that, yeah, exactly. That's, and that's the thing is that, like, that's not the point of the movie. So I get that, you know, that's not the point of the movie. Um, but, like, if you're going to kind of satirize a culture, like, at least understand that culture. And, like, this movie doesn't understand game development culture. I don't, I don't think it was as much of a bigger statement on game culture. It's, of of, no, of no, the entirety it's... of the movie, this is this is the part that I was like that was really setting up a grander idea. Mm-hmm. So and... no, it was it was not. It was very clearly um, supposed to be meta commentary on the Matrix itself, but it's using the skin of game development satire, and that's the thing I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. If you're going if you're going to do that, get it right, or don't do it. Do something else. Right. Like, obviously, the Wachowskis are big into film. Like, I get that it wouldn't make as much sense. Make it a film thing. Whatever. Make it super meta. Make it another film. Do what uh, the Friday the, or no, fuck Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. The oh, what was yeah. that one sequel where they were new like, nightmare, oh, new nightmare. yeah, new nightmare. Make it new nightmare. Whatever. I'm just like, if, if they if somebody had made new nightmare and didn't have any idea how films worked. And basically just were like, well, the director is the only one who matters in this scenario. You know, like, it it would be exactly as tone deaf, and I feel like more people would react to it. But because game dev is such a, like, weirdly uh, not transparent, like, system, like, nobody really understands what happens inside of it unless you're, until you're in it. It's just like, they can, people can, people just, like, make up whatever the fuck, and most people don't care. And that's what bothers me. There it's was like, some Lana, you should care. Like you should care about the working people. That's what your original movie was about. <laughs> there was some random comment I saw on a YouTube video that just said, even though it would have on the surface seemed like overplayed, Thomas Anderson should have been a writer and written The Matrix. And tr- and Trinity gone, yeah, I read your book. I really like clicked with this character in a way that like fucks with her head. Like, okay, you're super on the nose for taking the writer route, but it's going to be way more effective than this. It wouldn't be any less yeah. on the nose compared to Stephen King, where every single protagonist <laughs> is a fucking writer. True. Well, from Maine. <laughs> from it, Maine. If I could just play devil's advocate on, on the whole gamer scene, the, the scene itself is, is, the, is Keanu Reeves. It's, it's this weird montage of him taking the blue pill constantly. Yeah. And dealing with day after day after day of this development. And it's the commentary of the creator who has grander ideas of what 
this was. And then listening to watered down, washed out, bite sized commentary of what other people think oh, I get the Matrix is. I get yeah, that. no, and I, yeah, I and, totally, and I totally get that too. And I, I think it's, I think that part is good. That's what I, that's, it, I think that was a good of, idea. In the realm of having that discussion in a montage, it works better in a game development type setting because there would naturally be a whole bunch of people in a room other than a film, uh, a film discussion because there'd be less people or well, in a, in, if you're just a writer, you know, you, I disagree. You're, you're you hear about, editor at that you point. hear about writer's rooms all the time yeah, for yeah, movies yeah, like the whole, and like the whole Mar- pitch Marvel, rooms and stuff, the whole Marvel writer's rooms or whatever. I mean, that's another thing too. Yeah. yeah. It could have been a television series. Like, Oh, like the, the, the original television I, series, the matrix. I, I get why they did video game because the matrix is all about computers and code. So it works better on that level as a metaphor for that. But again, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm angry as somebody coming like, again, this is a very personal rant. Yeah. This is not a, like if I was not in game development, I probably wouldn't even have noticed or cared, but because I am. And like, I know how these things work internally and seeing them portrayed externally as just like <sighs> flavor that, you know, casually erases half the work put into, you know, what we do. And I, I yeah, uh, I, it's I'm, just... I'm so sensitive to it because I've spent the last 11 years and I tell people that I work in game dev and I'm in QA. And if they're outside of game dev, 99.9% of them always go, Oh, like grandma's boy. And and it's just I'm so Oof. tired of that. That I think that we're missing the and, and whatnot. I think we're missing the most important part here, Remember though, James, is that Grandma's boy had Neo in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> did I, it? I think well, we're missing at least really the guy big. who thought he was. Oh yeah, I think we're missing an even bigger point. More people have seen Grandma's boy than they should have. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really upsetting. <laughs> that, that is true the the fact that that is like the cultural touchstone for people understanding qa is like how many of you watch it's, it's so goddamn infuriating like I, I still it still fucking happens it's 2021 all right almost 2022 yeah, yeah. and i still people yeah. fucking go oh like grandma's boy no shut up youtube oh, exists no and people still reference Grandma's boy. Yeah, oh, right. I got, I got an idea. Why is that? This. Why okay. is that a cult film? God damn it! <laughs> All right. Dig on this. So you know how every so often a movie comes along that tries to give you like that realistic, gritty inside look at a profession. Like it's happened with cooking. I feel like a lot. There's been a lot of movies yeah. about like here's two hours about what it feels like to really be like going for a Michelin star. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you do one of those. And it's just this two-hour soul crusher of a movie about a guy and his team trying to get their game to gold, and it's called Crunch. <laughs> oh my god! Directed by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, thank yes, you're, you're, please, you're holy shit! Like, you're joking about that? I would pay so much money for that. that. That's literally been in the back of my mind as writing a screenplay for for me like too. The last... <laughs> eight years or whatever i even have kind of like a framing device and like the three yeah. act, oh we've we've talked three about act, it at the yeah. yard yeah the three act structure mm-hmm. is alpha beta gold and just yeah. the slow deterioration of 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 the team and and like the underlining theme would would basically be like the camaraderie that that forms between the team members and yeah whatnot, despite the insurmountable odds of of 
working mm-hmm. fucking non-goddamn oh. stop and losing your fucking how, mind. How optimistic of you. No, I want this to end like leaving Las Vegas. Oh, I oh, want no, this oh, to oh, end oh, as a oh, fucking oh. train wreck. Well, no, the end is a train wreck because the end is everybody gets laid off. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Yes. That's the end. It, it's, it's real. It's real. It happens. The game goes the game is there is. Every... The game is released and it's review bombed for being too woke. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, all right, we're pivoting. <laughs> and then it then it gets review bombed. It's great. No. It's it but yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. but yeah, remember the Speaking Matrix? of woke, yeah, Matrix Resurrections. Remember remember the Matrix. <laughs> Remember it? Do you remember? Yeah, we 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 you get remember? it. Lana, non-binary. I get it. It's very it's very clever. But do you remember the Matrix? Do you? Yeah. Do you? I do. Because you yeah. know, new 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 Morpheus has to sound like Lawrence Fishburne for one scene, and then the new Smith has to sound like Old Smith for one scene, and then French hobo. Talking about sequel franchise reboot. <laughs> yeah, has to yell about like, oh my god! All of his lines were just like. What, I still don't know why the Merovingian was in it, but okay. Yeah, because sure. French hobo. Yeah, sure. French yeah. hobo. Uh, uh, French hobo. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I used to like the Merovingian, but then that scene showed up, and I was like, wow, you are a clown. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and Aaron, I think I. I think I agree with you on that. Like this feels like two movies. Um, and like, cause when I was watching it, I was very much like, I liked the new crew a lot, even though they're not given a whole lot of characterization, which, okay, fine. They're not, they're side characters, right? I get it, mm. but they should have been. And also I think, you know, even though it wouldn't have put as many butts in seats, it might have been cool just to have them be the main characters and the point of this movie being like them looking for Neo the whole time. Yeah. That like, been neat. like give, give us like, give us these characters, give us this like, you know, sprawling <laughs> introduction to the new matrix. Yeah. Something, then, something a little more transitionary because this yes. is a new matrix. If, if, yeah. if, if he's the one because of the code, this is a new matrix. This is a new code. He's not mm-hmm. the one anymore. Oh yeah, like they're like they're looking for him, and then it's like, oh wait, you are not the one, and like we need to find the one now. Mm-hmm. Oh so man, that yeah. So basically, Blade Runner, dope. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Hey, <laughs> I, I mean, I would be, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. I'm in agreement. Yeah, like just do it. Yeah. like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Where well, the, exactly. The I mean, I feel like Ryan Gosling I, looking for Harrison Ford, and then him convinced he's the one. He's Spoilers for 2049. That well, he's I mean, kid. it's sort of like that, but and then, I'm talking about like the reverse where yeah. it's these new kids looking for Neo to be the one. And he's like, no, 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 yeah, no, sure. But then, at, yeah. then but, at the end of the day, Gosling is still not Harrison Ford's kid. He's a nobody. Yeah. And like Blade Runner 2049 is very, uh, you know, highly regarded uh, in many yeah, groups. I like it. I, I think it's it. more highly regarded than most late sequels. Yeah, right. Yeah. What I've learned, what I've learned about Blade Runner is I've got to wait at least five edits before I watch it. Nah, so. I mean that for the. First, <laughs> I mean, you're you're half right. Watch the final cut. It's <laughs> it's ready for you. Villeneuve yeah. always. I don't think there's ever been a director's cut for a Villeneuve film. Uh, he's never done like an extended cut. Of he's something. good. 
No. Uh, oh, give me a six-hour cut of Doom. Nah, his game. cut's the final cut. That's it. Ooh, give me, give, give it ten <laughs> years, and I'm sure fucking old man Ridley and his se- uh, like senile nature will fucking go back and recut Blade Runner again. Because oh, good I, God. I, 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 I have to add a scene where Harrison Ford plays the flute with a CGI Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> and and more Christ-like metaphors. The unicorn is... <laughs> we must crucify the unicorn. God, here, yeah, he, he reminds me of that meme of C.S. Lewis. Or I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's, uh... It's two interviewers. One's talking to uh, Tolkien. And, um, says... Yeah, just do you want to make a comment on how your uh, your history in World War One uh, affected your writing? Tolkien's like, no, I, no, I I appreciate the question, but no, I I want the I want the books and stories to speak for themselves. And then interviewer asking C.S. Lewis, uh, he's about to get a word out of his mouth, and then Lewis just cuts him off. If the reader does not understand that the lion is Jesus, I will kill everyone and then myself. Beautiful. <laughs> wow. Well, speaking of speaking of lion Jesuses, um. Do we have anything else to say about the Matrix? Oh, <laughs> is Keanu Reeves the lion in this metaphor? Yes. Okay. I mean, look. Have you seen his hair? It's wonderful. That's, that's the fucking. Lion that's true. Hair, God damn it. That's true. He's, He's got a great hair. Man. That's uh, true. Closing. Yeah. Closing feelings is uh, new cast members did absolutely great. I think even Carrie Ann Moss decided to try. Um, Keanu phoned it in harder than someone trying to get out of the Matrix in a booth. Um, <laughs> Not as hard as he did in the uh, Bill and Ted movie, the new one. I, That's I, fair. I, 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 I didn't movie. see that one. I, I like it too, but he phoned it in hard. I, I think <laughs> I, I, may, I, it could be that just recency. I'm spoiled by what a good performance he gave in Cyberpunk. So you know, I'm kind of comparing it to <laughs> yeah. that. Um, Go watch Rep- Replicant Replicators. <laughs> Whatever the bat, the sci-fi one he did that's like twenty percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh jeez. <laughs> um, I I I put it at the very bottom. I I think it's a perfect curve. I think uh, the movies have just gotten worse. I think mm-hmm. first is the best, and then Reloaded, the third one, and then this piece of shit. I not a fan of it except for the new casting, which just goes to show that like if they just went all in on this new wave of characters and casting, they could have really had something. Yes. Make Jessica Henwick the main character. Oh yes. Um, make 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 Yaya Mateen uh the other the other strong lead and just not make him Morpheus, make him somebody else. And then yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is the villain and you've got a fucking movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I get that that doesn't put butts in seats, but like like Keanu Reeves is back, but like Man, dude, I want that. Um, uh, I, oh, go ahead. I, I think my whole my whole issue with the movie was: um, Has anybody seen the movie adaptation? Yes. Oh yeah. It, the, it's that movie. <laughs> it's it, it's it's Lana Wachowski saw adaptation, said, "I want to do I want to do a Charlie Kaufman," and then forgot what adaptation was about. Well, I think I think she saw that movie and said. You, you guys are making me do a fucking Matrix sequel? Fine, but I'm doing adaptation. <laughs> yeah, but, she, but then she didn't say anything about it. Like, it seemed like she was going to say something about it, yeah. and then she actually did it. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, the, the whole point, uh, that the, the third act of adaptation was a joke. Yeah. yeah. Is that it was purposefully bad. <laughs> it was nonsense. <laughs> yeah. You weren't supposed to actually follow through with it. <laughs> Maybe maybe Warner Brothers saw like an early cut and they were like Lana, no. <laughs> Lana, please. 
a lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> no, hold on. Well, we shouldn't theorize um, then we're going to get fucking released the Wachowski cut. <laughs> but while we have a, a, a disagreement about the earlier movies, I, I still agree. Yeah, this is the worst Matrix movie. Yeah. Um, my final thoughts are a lot of really, really great ideas um, that just kind of flopped for me on the execution. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get too much into this, uh, but I'm going to be a little bit mean here and say that uh, the very first fight scene in Arcane, uh, where it's just like the little kids fighting in the street, had more danger and exciting choreography than any of these fights in the sequel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was, I was very disappointed in, especially given that it's a sequel to a movie to, or to a series that basically defined how sci-fi action is filmed for like decades. <laughs> and then to just have this be like, meh, like worse than like Marvel fight scenes. I'm like, y'all come on. I guess, I guess my final thought um, is just remember the matrix. <laughs> Yep. Go watch it. Yep. That's 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 it. Uh, I have nothing else. I'm so segue. But segue. Uh, we also decided, to a movie. We decided to watch Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon <laughs> City, and we were all expecting it to be a dumpster fire. And if you were to ask yep. us a year ago, hey, do you think that Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City <laughs> is going to be a better movie than The Matrix Four? I think we all would have told you to shut the fuck up. You're out of your goddamn mind. Listen, listen, if you had told me the the minute I had finished watching The Matrix, The Matrix Resurrections, and before I even start, like, the day before we watched Raccoon City, if Raccoon City would be the better movie, I would have laughed you out of the room. <laughs> I mean, But here we are. <laughs> I, I could just simply say that I like the movie, but... It's just a little crush, <laughs> not like a fan every time we touch. <laughs> this movie fucking slaps, y'all. It, oh my it's god. How much we like this movie? It's, it's not supposed It's literally to, uh, it's it should not have been as good way. as it was. It's not supposed to work. This How way. the fuck? How the fuck? Saw, oh, the and and before so we get bad. into it, before we get into it, Twitter. I'm coming for you. Yeah, Twitter, we got to oh, talk. Who, whoever amongst you bullied the, that beautiful man who played Leon off of Twitter, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he was flawless. <laughs> and also, to, to quickly circle back, too, because we're now hating on Twitter. Twitter, whichever ones of you think that comparing The Matrix 4 and Star Wars The Last Jedi to the reception that Twin Peaks The Return got, Go fuck yourself. Like, this isn't a comment about if you like Matrix 4 or if you like The Last Jedi. That's fine. But uh, the Twin Peaks fan base kind of was very, very warmly receiving of The Return. Unlike the divisiveness of Last Jedi and Matrix 4. So, yes. And also, fuck you for bullying Leon off Twitter, you assholes. He's himbo. His... Yeah. Hey, oh my god. Fucking oh my James, god. you're just like, oh, we're we're shit talking Twitter. I got a bone to pick with. <laughs> I, I got a bone. I've been so oh my god. mad about. Oh my that. god. No, he was like, he was perfect. <laughs> like, like, oh, but he didn't look like the character. Who gives a shit? <laughs> he I mean, nobody looked like their character. He looked no, like, like Chris Hardwick. Oh, oh, fuck off. Chris yeah, was, like Chris he... was the only one who looked like Chris. 
Chris yes. was Chris. Chris. Chris was like exactly perfect casting visually. And, yeah. and, he, nailed, and he nailed and the himbo. And so I'm himbo. doubling down on a dose of Donald Logue as Chief Irons. Oh, oh my yeah. god. No, <laughs> perfect. So fucking good. Perfect. Like, and I, I wasn't but sh- like <sighs> Alright, let me let me set let me set the scene <laughs> for this one. So for those of you out there in, in, in the world, uh Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City was a movie that uh, was feared in the pipeline for a lot of its development because, um, well, let's just say the, the past live-action Resident Evils uh, haven't always been the most, most faithful of adaptations uh, down to Paul W.S. Anderson uh, casting his OC Do Not Steal Deviant Art original character wife as his, uh, as his lead character. And essentially just making millions of dollars off of fan fiction for the last decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when this came out, uh, the word was out. You know, we're combining the first two film, uh, first two games into one film. Games that happen roughly at the same time, but very different from each other with totally different casts of characters. And that's an ambitious, uh, that's, a, that's an ambitious sandwich. Mm-hmm. But uh, they managed to pull it off. They have the two events happen basically simultaneously. Pulled it off. I thought the pacing was very good. We could have spent a little more time in Resident Evil 1 world. But you know what? I think organizing the big visit to the mansion, like halfway through the movie, was done very well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know about you guys. I didn't expect this to try to carry such a sense of, like, not tongue-in-cheek, because it wasn't. But it tried to like leave itself open to being more of a lighter experience. Yeah, yeah. It didn't try to be this super gritty horror film. Mm-hmm. You know, it it had an almost like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of vibe and soundtrack which, to it, which I feel like was a hundred percent the right move to go Absolutely. with. Like, yes, there's still elements of like body horror and creepy shit, but it's like. Uh, you know, I mean, we we talked about like, yeah, the graphic, the CG is still not great. Like the the dog, the dog looked not good, and you know, oh the, no, if the I liquors see, weren't, yeah. Fuck, if I've got to see one more Resident Evil movie end with a half baked tyrant, I am <laughs> fucking done. But like, that's the thing is that like, I feel like they knew that, and therefore kind of like catered their tone more to that. Of like, yeah, well, the that's how these games are, right? Like you know, play play the original Resident Evil 1 or Resident Evil 2, and, like, they're not Oscar-winning scripts or, you know, stories, right? They're, like, they're fun, crazy, weird nonsense. Yeah, it's, it's, the, this, the Resident Evil series, like, even, even the worst entries, like, 6, right? There is mm-hmm. this warmth yeah. and sincerity and genuineness to to the writing it's schlock it's stupid yes but there's yes. this genuine admiration and and of, of just looking through this weird lens of a japanese writer writing american super cops basically yeah and like and, 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 and i feel like that's what they captured here for the most part yeah i mean fucking even resident evil 6 it ends with fucking jake and uh, jake's campaign ends with fucking jake and sherry defeating the final monster with the fu- power of fucking love it's it's but like it's schlock, but like but yeah, it's warmth and sincerity. Specifically, like that's what they captured here, and it's like it's hard it's hard to capture that tone without going too overboard into like schlocky B territory, or you know, 
basically trying to do what the other Resident Evil movies try to do, where they take it so self-seriously, and they're, like, trying to really incorporate all the stuff. And it's just, it just all kind of falls a little bit flat, and it's not scary, and it's not, it's not anything. You know, it's just, it's so serious, and we're gonna talk at each other in gravelly voice about how serious this virus is. But, like, this movie was like, nope, crazy virus shit happening, and we're gonna quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah this, oh. this is this is illegal. Like this, <laughs> this is, was this was genuinely illegal. This was supposed to be our dumpster fire movie. Yeah, we were like we were ready. We were like, okay, we watched the Matrix, it disappointed us. Let's let's just have a hate fest. We were like riffs on, like let's go and like, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like with the, uh, you know, Autopsy of Jane Doe or anything where like we all went silent because it was so good. But we were all like laughing, like with the movie and not at it. Yes. <laughs> or not in spite yeah. of it. That fucking that that fucking crush scene. Good God. That was perfection. Oh, yes. That, God. That we, we, we went from we went from going, oh, come the fuck on movie to we see what you're doing and we fucking love it. All right, to, to, to set it up, it's basically yeah. the the uh, quasi-intro of Resident Evil 2, where the, the truck driver is infected with the zombie virus, and he's changing as he's driving the truck, and he the, the truck crashes, right? Except for in this case, it's crashing directly right in front of the entrance to, to, to the RPD. And we have Leon, it keeps cutting to Leon, who is sitting at the front desk asleep, because he's basically the cop on guard for the... The 24-hour shift front, or whatever. Front doors open, front by door, the way. Front door is wide fucking open. And one one thing of, of note, too, that, that I, I read this online that somebody pointed out is, is that Leon is kind of very mopey towards the start of the movie. Uh, and it may tie into his deep-cut lore from one of the Resident Evil art books about how Leon was uh, dumped by his girlfriend, the events before Resident Evil 2. So he's kind of, that's why he was late in RE2, because he got drunk and was depressed. And that might be the thing here, especially because as he's sitting there sleeping at the desk, he's listening to Crush by Jennifer Page. And yeah. it, it keeps cutting back and forth. And then the truck flips and it explodes. And Leon doesn't wake up. And we're like, come the fuck on, dude. It's an explosion. Of course you would fucking wake up. What the fuck? But then the movie turns into a beautiful butterfly. As the truck driver walks into the RPD, completely on CG fire, and and the crush by Jennifer Page is still fucking playing, and it ends in with fact the, louder than before. Louder than before, and it ends as he's about to get to the front desk, and Donald Logue just fucking brains him, and that's what wakes Leon up. This gunshot right next to his fucking head. It's. It, it's, there, there has only been a handful of times when I've been all in on a movie so early. Yeah, I think with Cabin of the Cabin of the Woods, like I went in yeah. going absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And first three minutes is like I gotta go pre-order this on Blu-ray. This is the movie of the year, and that's only three minutes in. That's that's this scene. As soon as the guy walks in on fire and Crush is playing, I'm just like, so when can I buy this? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm I'm on board now. <laughs> Yep. Yep. And I, I, I think that's a reason that um that the movie has been getting negatively received. Which, funny enough, if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, its its score is very low, but the audience score is 
pretty fucking solid. Mm-hmm. So take that for what you will. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I feel like that the people feels who bought justified it, to me, kind of. I feel like well, people. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I feel like the people who go into it, you know. <sighs> I think it's because people forget the source material, I guess is the best way I can put it. Like, people walk yeah. into a Resident Evil movie going, yeah, let's, you know, horror game, survival horror, and fight some zombies. And they're mm-hmm. forgetting the roots of it all, which is, yeah, it's camp. It's yeah. it's meant to be silly. I, I, and so yeah. for this movie to represent that, I think is why it was getting, you know, less than favorable attention. I, I, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's that and um, some of the more anal... Resident Evil fans who want it to be 100% accurate because the movie does tease stuff from oh, the games sure. like the shark, the giant shark, and the giant snake. But you have mm-hmm. to keep in mind that this movie's budget is pretty fucking small, right? I think it, I think yeah. I read it's like tw- it was like 20 million dollars, which explains the bad fucking CG. Although, yeah, that does explain with, it. With like a better team, maybe the CG could have worked out because like District Nine, for example, had a relatively better small teams budget, cost money. You know? This but this movie is a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, uh, I was just gonna say, like, it it pays attention and gets a lot of other details right. Like the RPD <laughs> looks like the RPD. Holy Fucking shit! The yes, the, the Spencer set. Mansion yes. looks like the Spencer Spencer Mansion. You know? Yeah. Like like li- li- yeah, it was like shockingly good. Little unnecessary. Or shockingly accurate. Yeah, little little unnecessary touches like that. The the thing that I mentioned with Leon being mopey. That could have been a reference to the fucking games or the fucking ammo boxes, mm-hmm. which were taken directly from the fucking games. The first aid spray the first is, aid yeah. Spray, the fucking, the keys, a lot of the, the, the keys, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Like posters. It's all, all very, yeah, it's all very like cute and well done. And like the attention to detail is clever and not in your face. And even, you know, there are some more very obvious game references, like they do Itchy Tasty, and they maybe play it for like a beat or two too long. When yes. they have the zombies screaming it, it's like a little bit like, okay, like, you know, we get we get this we get the shot of uh the sh- the, the first zombie has scratched Itchy Tasty onto the like glass of the window in blood. Uh, we get the shot of it from like Claire's point of view through the window backwards. We get the shot of it front on so you can actually read it. And then when the zombie bursts in, she's screaming that. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of like, that was maybe a beat too far. But at the same time, I was like, I just watched The Matrix and yeah. this is actually kind of <laughs> kind of subtle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was the actual that was the only creative choice that they made that I I took some issue with was I didn't like oh, how have- the how just the ghouls were presented. I hated mm-hmm. the shots of that the iconic shots of the ghouls at the gates of the RPD trying to get through. Mm-hmm. Like that's such that's such an image. And then they're all screaming like "Let me in" and shit. And I keep thinking of the Eric Andre skit reads at the <laughs> gate of the White House. And I'm like, just just give me just give me boring zombies. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Just it's okay to have them be boring zombies. Yeah, mm. I, I will say I, I liked the the bleeding of the eyes to show that somebody was infected. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I like or that. the way the dog was represented, yeah, like turning. Yeah, the dog was before the dog decided to become um, a PlayStation Three graphic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, was really really cool. Like it was subtle enough. It's an homage. It was creepy. Yes. Know? Like oh, that that was the thing I was going to say. Uh, just really quick was um, 
this is one of those great movie, uh, one of those great cases of a movie that would have benefited from just using more practical. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. the CG that was bad was really noticeable. Yeah. And the practical that was used was great. Like the yeah. um the outfit for Lisa Trevor. Yeah, I was, was gonna say Lisa. Lisa very, was very fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you contrast that to fucking uh, Legend of Chun Li M Bison turning into a into a tyrant. And I'm just oh <laughs> oh no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, the liquor wasn't as bad. I feel like that's probably where most of the budget yeah, liquor went. Was fine. The, yeah. the crows and dogs were awful. I'm just assuming yeah. they, they ripped the uh, the liquor straight from the PS4 game and just slapped it in there. Oh, it just <laughs> took the asset? Yeah, because yeah. it, it's, it's pretty fucking on brand. <laughs> I mean, it was... The, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty close looking. Yeah, I mean... Um... Yeah. But it was, I mean, I there was say, a lack of X oh. and he did not give it to yeah, us. Oh. Yeah, which... I will fun. say I was a little bit disappointed uh, in the fact that they did not have like Wesker betrayed everyone, but he was not Evil the enough. the shit heel double. Yeah. He was not the shit heel double agent yeah, that, that I exciting. wanted him to be in the end. He was a little too nice. Uh, yeah, like he, and like I personally like. I'm obviously I'm a big Wesker fan, but uh, also like I liked. The actor, I liked whatever his name was. Oh yeah, was, Himbo Whisker was, was great. Who was playing him? Yeah, I thought uh, he was Tom doing, Hopper. I think his name is. I thought yeah, he was Tom doing Hopper. a great job, and in the moments where he was kind of like doing like duplicitous shit, where he was like, oh, "I'm going to this locker and like sneaking around," I was like, "Okay, cool. Like you're gonna, so you're gonna do it. You're gonna become like campy evil at the end." And then he was just like, "I'm sorry, Chris. I wasn't gonna ice that kid," and then dies. And I was like, "Bullshit, Wesker, no." <laughs> like, Bullshit. Yeah, and bullshit. Uh, he was gonna ice that kid. I, I, I also have to say, um, Barry. Where's Barry? Like, no, ser- seriously. No, you, no, you can't put Barry in the movie. He no. would have handled everything no. too quickly. I need my big, dumb, bearded himbo with a magnum. Where's my? Where's I mean, to be fair, he doesn't fix. He doesn't fix the game. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't end the game any sooner. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, you could have fit him in. I mean, yeah. and, and and also um like one other minor nitpick, like uh the, the, you could have cut Sherry entirely from this fucking movie. She she's Oh, absolutely. She, she, yeah. She, yeah. No fucking role. I was I was also mad that Annette did not get to be villainous Annette. Yeah. Um cuz I love her as a villain uh and just yeah, just like that that trauma for Sherry of both of them being like evil mad scientists and she's like oh i'm gonna grow up and and fucking like bang wesker's save son. the world i guess bang wesker's son yeah it's just like that that shit's great that shit's great and i love that and i, I missed that where and we thought that's where the movie was gonna go because like i think lee commented being like oh yeah they like already they're kind of hinting to it nets like inner craziness but yep. no yeah wasn't, no wasn't anything she was she was just she was just the sca- sad scared mom who uh Wesker shoots right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now uh here's here's a piece of uh of juicy casting information that I uncovered very relevant to this podcast. Cuz I was I was going through the cast names and I'm like, yeah, I really uh I really liked the whole Lisa Trevor thing. That was really cool. And the actress for Lisa Trevor is the same person as Gabriel from Malignant. Yo! Yo! Really? Yeah. 
Let's ah. fucking go! Bravo! Hell yeah! No wonder I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go! Um, oh man, I yeah, I feel like this has been a great year for camp. If you're into camp, this was your year. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a tough one to beat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's hitting hard. Tom Tom Hopper is Wesker, and I liked him a lot. Apparently, he was on Game so of much Thrones camp. as a Tarly. And I guess he's uh oh. he's he's sure. I think on Black Sails as as, as oh uh, yeah he was, oh he was Dick on Tarly wasn't he yeah he was Dick on I think uh, oh wow uh, oh my god Avon Avon I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly and I'm so sorry Avon Jogia is Leon Avon Jogia yeah I'm not sure what his name how to perfect that, but perfect goddamn he's great yeah. flawless Claire, absolutely Claire, wonderful Claire a wonderful Leon good. yeah. Claire and Jill were great. Uh, oh, this Leon motherfucker! And Chris were beautiful himbos, which is all I asked Fuck, for. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Leon was in a 2017 rendition of Midsummer Night's Dream as Puck. Ah. Oh, give nice. me that. I'm, I'm gonna track <laughs> that shit down. God. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I I I find myself in that really awkward position of like. Any talking about this movie that I'd be doing, I think would just come out as gushing because mm-hmm. I fucking really dug this. Yeah, and I don't like that I did. I'm really upset. no, no, I'm really upset. I I cannot stress how upset I am at how I much. I think the I last time I had this much fun at a video game adaptation movie was the new Sonic. Are you Genuinely. are you saying you didn't have fun when we forced you to watch Battle for Man Island, Cat? The 95 <laughs> Battle for Man Island. Oh, you're right. I meant a new one, not well no, I guess I guess Mortal Kombat, the new one. The one from last year. This was this better year. than Mortal Kombat. This was definitely better than Mortal Kombat, but yeah. but that one was also still fun. I don't know, maybe we're finally in the era of decent video game uh, game adaptations. Well, you say I feel that, like we're getting close. You... Uwe Boll has stopped doing anything. Well, I was gonna say you say that mm-hmm. and then probably tomorrow it's gonna be like Uwe Boll directs. <laughs> I don't know, fucking Jack okay. and Baxter. Right, Uber Baxter, no, Silent Hill. I was about to say, you said his name two times. Don't say the third time. Oh God! No. <laughs> don't think it. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't say it. We we just hear the dis- the Discord ping of someone else entering the voice. I'm like, <laughs> I hear you talking shit about my movies. I challenge you to a boxing fight. <laughs> Oh wait! Here we go. There's the team up. Let's let's get Uwe Boll and David Cage to work on something together oh, for a live God. a live action Detroit. Do you think Do you no. think Uwe Boll would beat up David Cage? Yes. Oh, absolutely. David Cage. Okay. That'd be the after credit sequence. <laughs> David Cage is a fucking weakling. <laughs> wait, which one of the Pauls is a boxer now? Logan Paul or Jake Paul? Both of them. I don't uh, know. <laughs> they both, they both I want to say I want to say Uwe Boll beat them up. I just. Jake Paul's the big boxer right now. I would love that. That would be great. Jake Paul just got a KO like a week ago, I think. I think he's 7 0 undefeated right now. Bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I have have no comment. I don't know anything about this. I don't don't, don't know much about it outside of it keeps popping up, but if I recall, Uwe Boll did actually do the whole boxing thing with film critics, and and I think he did go undefeated. Like nobody. Yes, he, he did. Knocked, he knocked everybody out. So. But, but I mean, oh, of course he did. He went up against writers. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but nobody's expecting a fucking film director to be fucking swole. 
Except it's an Uwe Boll. Expect uh, yeah. everything. <laughs> so expect everything except for quality film? Yes, correct. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> What do you think he's been doing all these years? It hasn't been getting good at filmmaking, all right? No, it hasn't. And and expect a tax dodge. That's what you're going to get from Uwe Boll. Yeah, Yeah. allegedly. All that. Hold on, hold on. There there is one other thing. Don't beat us up, Uwe Boll. All that time, all that time that could have been spent like reading books on film theory, he just spent looking into a small broken mirror and punching his fist into concrete. Look, there, there, there is one other. There is one other thing we can expect from Uwe Boll, and that's uh, content for Gooncast because we still have to go through. Oh my god, his films. That's right, we do. Oh, we should just oh, we should just make it make make it a whole episode of just like it's the Uve Ballcast. Do you know? Yeah. Like, do you know how many fucking video game based movies he's done? Do you know? How way way too many. Twelve or like something. Twenty. Yeah, it's it's closer to like twenty. It's it's obscene because there's it's, a lot of straight to DVD ones. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He did uh, House of the Dead. He did Alone in the Dark. Yep. Blood Rain. In the, name of the, in the name of the King. Blood Rain Two. Postal. Alone in the Dark Two. Oh no, he didn't direct Alone in the Dark Two. Far Cry. Um, oh God, Far Cry. Blood yeah. Rain Three. Uh, oh no, he did stuff this year. Blubberella. Okay, can we? No. Can we? Blood Rain. In the name of the King Two. Can we? Can oh. we do a Ripoll like ranking? <laughs> yes. Oh no. <laughs> like Red Letter Media's John I'm Carpenter not going yes. to watch that many movies. <laughs> yes. Oh, and in the name yes. of the King. Like they did with John Carpenter, except we're gonna be even worse. I've only seen one Uwe Boll movie, and that was Alone in the Dark. It was bad. I've seen, I've oh, seen but it wasn't four. As as I thought it was gonna yeah, be. let me think about that. I've seen House of the Dead. I've seen Alone in the Dark. I saw the one. I saw the one where the the guy like shoots up a thing where he goes like crazy. Postal, maybe. Oh, postal. Oh no, not postal. The, rampage. The one, rampage. Thank you. Okay. Well, that's not. A and good then movie. I think I've seen one of the sequels, but it was a different person, and it was mm. very different. And Alone in the Dark has... And then I watched something else of his, too. Alone nah, in the Dark is, no, yeah, we... uh, Schlock favorite Christian Slater. <gasps> nah, Amazing. You gotta, you gotta watch House of the Dead for my favorite film quote of all time. <laughs> you did all this to be immortal. Why? So I could live forever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. What's also, what's, what's also, That's right. No, what's, also, what's also amazing, I do know one thing about Alone in the Dark, which is genuinely amazing too, is there's this, uh, there's this shot, it's a dolly shot, right, of, of the character standing there with guns, like blasting away zombies, and it's supposed to look at all cool as the camera pans back, but then you actually see the dolly rails on the bottom of the screen. And it just oh keeps yeah, going and going and going. Oh my god! It's like magnifique. Although I hear Alone in the Dark Two is a much better film, but that's because he didn't direct it. But is it Alone oh in the boy. Dark Two? Yes. Oh. And there's a House of the Dead Two, and there's three Blood Rains and three In the Name of the Kings. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a sequel to Far Cry. Oh, Fantastic. oh, oh! I just clicked on Alone in the Dark Two's page, and the first sentence of the synopsis has me. Former witch hunter Abner Lundberg, played by Lance Henriksen, oh. is forced to come to back to fight his old nemesis, a century-old witch out on the prowl. Lovely. Done, oh, done. No. <laughs> he also did this, Can... he also did Blubberella, which is a uh, a parody film of his own Blood Rain 3. Oh my god. And then also I'm, 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 I'm looking at his filmography. And he has a 2011 movie that's uh, 
it's just called Auschwitz, and I I don't feel comfortable anymore. No, I'm sure no. it's very tactful. <laughs> it's extremely I'm sure tasteful, it's very sensitively. Uh -huh. <laughs> yep. Oh Jesus. Uh, With I, no negative stereotypical depictions of the Jewish people. I watching really, watching it is a ticket ticket to HR. It's just yeah, yeah. I really really want to to watch all of his video game adaptations, and then for the Goon Cast to just be like a solid hour of all of us like screaming maniacally yeah we can do it because i feel like that's what will happen once we're we get through 20 of his movies <laughs> we can do it we'll do it <laughs> i actually think watching all of his movies is against uh the ama i wouldn't do it, <laughs> it, it it's against be, a lot of things it might be a war crime it's a lot of things but you know we do a lot of shit on this on this goon cast and a lot of shit on twitch that that we, probably, we suffer we, yeah we suffer for our craft we suffer so so people can get entertainment. <laughs> and, you, and and you know you know Aaron, look look at it this way. At least you know for your first Gooncast, right? You, you you got to watch something good. I think it took like Mike like three or four Gooncasts. Oh, we made that man <laughs> suffer. Yeah. Like, Mike Mike had a whole initiation. <laughs> A hazing, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> when will I ever get to watch something good? And it's like, I, I, I swear, it's not our fault. We didn't realize Spiral and Conjuring were going to be this fucking awful. <laughs> oh, Conjuring, Conjuring was a surprise, but Spiral, come on, you should have expected that. Yeah. Yeah, Saw is Saw's dumb, but it's a fun kind of dumb. Like I've, I've, yeah. I've genuinely enjoyed all of the Saw movies for how stupid they get. Like they're, they're, they're really fucking dumb, though. Right, but Chris Rock is Chris Rock, totally known for his horror. Totally known for his horror, but I was willing to give it a chance because it's something unique. <laughs> and then instead, we just yeah. got Low Rent Seven. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, it was it was Seven meets Fear dot com. Yeah, and it didn't do either of those well. Yeah. Well, that was the issue of uh, like, okay, I want to try and approach him as a serious actor. Fine, I'll give anybody that shot. My favorite yeah. movie is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and that's Jim Carrey in a dramatic performance. But then the motherfucker yeah. opens the movie with like a five minute stand up routine. I'm like, all right, your yeah. chance has been blown. I'm That's sorry. Funny. You're just Chris Rock now. Yeah. No, you gotta go you gotta give him a chance in the, the newest season of Fargo. He does really well. I hear I hear I hear that's really good. Oh. Actually. I didn't know he was in Fargo. That's pretty yeah. cool. He's yeah, like I mean, one of I'm... the main characters of the season. Oh, cool. I'm I'm always down, so I didn't like and I, I didn't even like I didn't hate his performance. It was just the movie itself was did saw poorly. Yeah, it did. It, it was just like it was. It wasn't the fun kind of dumb. It was just the infuriating kind of dumb. Was, yeah, the and there were way too kind of there dumb. were way too many Pulp Fiction references. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, I know uh, you got Samuel L. Jackson, but can we not? We <laughs> we don't need to go back down this spiral. <laughs> yeah, ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. that's that's true. Well, yeah. Oh man! I'm gonna go find a ceiling beam that'll support my body weight. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I guess I, I guess uh, final thoughts on on Resident Evil before we discuss what we've been doing recently, and then we end. Um, yeah. yeah, fuck the haters. Don't listen to the negative press. Don't listen to the sheeps. Um, this movie rocked. It it needs to be approached with the mentality that it is not a straight up horror action fest. This needs to be tackled with a little bit of lightheartedness. And uh, if you can set that aside, then sit back and relax for a banger soundtrack. It, it had the cardigans five minutes into it. <laughs> 
It, uh, I think that's it, when it won me over. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's when it started to win me over, and then Crush happened, and I'm like, yeah. well, there's two late 90s blonde <laughs> pop bombshells that made me question things at 10 years old. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's keep this going. Mm-hmm, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's a very fun, like, riffable movie. That's just like, it's, I mean, it's just, it's just fun. It's lighthearted and it's, uh, it, it does a really, uh, you know, it does a really great job capturing uh, a lot of what made those games really enjoyable for me personally. And, and seeing the references, uh, never felt, uh, over the top. It felt like a, a very loving homage. So if you're into that kind of thing, great. If you want a, you know, super strict adaptation or a really Oscar-worthy movie, it's probably not for you. Yeah, there's always a question as to, like, how how well uh, you can adapt, adapt a video game. And a lot of people point to the newest Sonic movie. It's like, oh, that's, that's, that's how you do a video game movie, but it doesn't feel like Sonic. This movie feels like Resident Evil. Yeah. It's, yeah. But but that but also limiting because like you either have to either really like Resident Evil or really like B schlock movies. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but it's good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> strong strong agreement with with everybody else. Like if you're if if you're a Resident Evil fan, just give it a, a a shot. Keep an open mind. There's going to be a lot of minor and major changes that that are. You know, if, if you're super stickler for it to, to be as faithful and as accurate as possible, that might rub you the wrong way. Uh, and the CG is really, really fucking terrible. But if you're in the mood for some B-movie schlock that is just having fun and knows it is B-movie schlock, this might r- be right up your fucking alley. Uh, like, I, 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 again, I am genuinely upset at how much I like this movie. It was not supposed to happen this way. I was not supposed to potentially rework my best of list to include fucking Resident Evil. God damn it. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so before we before we wrap things up, what what has everybody been up to uh playing movie-wise or show-wise or reading or whatever? Uh mine's been a pretty dull week, so I'll just knock mine out first. Um for those of you out there in the world uh, who don't know me personally, I work uh, bookstore retail. And this episode is being recorded the day after Christmas, which means for the past two weeks, I've been getting my ass kicked. Uh, so I have not had a whole lot of time to, uh, to delve into re- uh, relaxing, leisurely material. Um... I have been finally playing Kingdom Hearts 3, however. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is probably my favorite video game franchise ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, 3 is just the one that I never really got around to because I have not been a console gamer since the PlayStation 2 era. So I had to wait for it to get its PC release and then had to wait even longer to wear down my morals enough to get the Epic Games Store download. And then, uh, yeah, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 3 right now. I think I'm about a third of the way through the game. And... Uh, it's strange. It is good. Mm-hmm. It is very strange. Uh, they have a skill system called Attractions, which, um, while the already bloated uh, list of special moves is there, because they've essentially taken every type of special move from all games past and pushed them together into this one. So it's like, hey, 
why not just have magic when you could have style changes and summons and links and this gauge and this gauge and slow down bullet time and then there's attractions where you summon rides from Disneyland. You Beautiful. you summon the, Ma- the the Mad Hatter's teacup ride and you you Dolan and Gooby jump into them and <laughs> turn into a whirling tornado of death. It's it's, it's very tonally strange. Um the plot the plot stopped giving a fuck years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. And I'm sequels? and I'm okay with it and at this sequels. point. I don't even care anymore. Like <laughs> I'm I'm along for the ride. Anytime the plot takes a like a mad bullshit turn at this point, I'm just like, yep, sure, keep it coming. Absolutely. A time travel? Fucking throw it in there. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What do you what do you mean there's four of the villain now and they're all still him? Fuck it, let's go. Uh, okay. Um <sighs> so that's basically the only thing I've been digging into a bit um a bit mm-hmm. lately. Um I have been showing uh showing my fiance the original animated uh Cowboy Bebop series. Nice. Which uh she is digging so far. We've gotten f- five or six episodes in so she's gotten to she's gotten to meet vicious and uh not quite long enough to meet ed yet but uh she's digging it she's along for the ride on more so that's a that's a good sign i'm i'm still gonna marry her Um, (laughs) good good yep and um that is about it light week for me um Mm -hmm. it's gonna be reading at this point, I, I'm getting sucked into a manga. Uh, I can't remember if I brought it up last podcast, but I needed some eye bleach because I was just doing too much horror and action and mm, needed sure something hurts. good to you know calm the mind. So I picked up a comedy uh, slice of life uh, kind of series called Quintessential Quintuplets, which is mm. fucking adorable. Mm. Uh, it's it's kind of a, a harem series of a guy who's tutoring five identical sisters who all have different quirks. And the gimmick is in the future he marries one of them, but since they all look the oh. same, they can show you what the wife looks like and you still don't know which one it is. Oh, it's how it's how I met your mother, but But good. But good, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's it's like fourteen volumes long, and I'm on uh, book three right now, and it's it's fucking cute. It's really good. Um, I think it was. Uh, uh, I can't remember which YouTuber it was one of the YouTubers I follow. Maybe maybe Giga. I don't remember who it was. Said it was really good, and they did a video on it. And I'm like, all right, I'll jump on in. And yeah, it's charming. Nice. So that's where I'm at. Um. But uh, mostly with you guys, uh, and mostly uh, in the background as I've been writing uh, a Call of Cthulhu one-shot. Yeah. I'm going to be running very soon. So, um, but uh, I did take a little bit of a break, and I watched all of Arcane in, like, a day. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Which I knew would happen, which is why I, like had kind of been putting off watching it because I'd heard so many good things and seen how visually gorgeous it is. And I was just like, damn, I really need to actually like pay attention to this one. And I know if I watch it, 
I won't be able to stop watching it. And that's like exactly what happened. Um, and I won't get into too much about it because I'm sure we'll talk about it um, at some point later. Uh, but it's brilliant. I just, yeah, it was just, it was, it was so enjoyable. Um, and then the other big thing that I've been tackling uh, has been the new Sherlock Holmes game, Sherlock Holmes Chapter One, um, which is exactly the game I needed. <laughs> uh, I just I loved it so much. Um, nice. And yeah, I don't I don't even really know if I can recommend it to anyone else because like like I've been following this company since like the early aughts or whatever, like since some of their first Sherlock Holmes games. And I've seen them improve in quality, like exponentially to the point where like, they were like, you know, really terrible, like, you know, shoddy PC games that barely ran to like actual competing for my time against triple a studios level. Good. To briefly uh, the in, I, I can attest to mm. the first part since I played their very <laughs> first Sherlock Holmes game with you, cat. Yeah, it's very, they're very janky, but, um, but they, they improve, like they get better. And that's the, that's been my favorite thing to watch is, is seeing this. So I would say fucking support them because they're a great dev team that has actually like, you know, really strived to get better at their craft and also has gotten screwed over by publishing companies in the past. Um, so like, but for this particular game, I just it's really scratching that itch of like, oh my god, I just love doing the detective work and I feel like their presentation of the stories and the, you know, solving the mysteries and the investigation part is just really clever. They pull they pull a kind of joke on the audience in the beginning that I thought I, I was very confused for a second, and then the reveal happened for what it was, and I was just like, this is fucking genius. <laughs> Um, without spoiling it, because um, I'm sure I'll also talk about this more later. Um, and the writing was just really good. It was, it was, it, it went to some very dark places. And honestly, it was the first game in a really long time where I was presented with a moral choice that I actually had to like pause the game and think about for like an hour. Mm. It mm. was. It was like really good. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's that's my recommendation. But yeah, it's you know, I mean, I, I, if you guys have seen Yahtzee's review, he's pretty spot on with most of the complaints as well. Like there is jank still in it. They tried to do a combat system, and it's just not good. <laughs> um, you get used to it, but it's not good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but so yeah, those are the two main, the big things that I've been, you know. Uh, ingesting that are not the Matrix and Resident Evil, so. <laughs> Aaron? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think, what have I been doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I played Alan Awake finally for the first time. Hey! Uh, for a project that will show up at some point, maybe in the next month. Damn you, Stephen King! <laughs> Uh, going through all the Assassin's Creed games for another project. Mm. And it's probably right. the most painful thing I've decided to do is to play Assassin's oh. Creed games. <laughs> are you not are you not a fan? I I was a fan. Mm-hmm. And then um Assassin's the Creed 3 happened. Oh jeez. Yeah. I, I was like, okay. I'm I'm a fan of the things people hate. 
I liked the last two Pirates movies. I liked... <laughs> I liked the... Uh, hey, I feel, I feel you. Matrix I, movies. I opened this podcast admitting I liked Grave Encounters 2. I know what it's like. <laughs> you're um, like, you're fucking weird and you have bad taste. I'm like, cool, thanks. <laughs> it's fun to have bad taste. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But with Assassin's Creed, it's I, I was really excited. The, the thing that really pushed me forward, especially through Brotherhood and Revelations, was the Desmond storyline, and it really felt like it was going to go somewhere, and then it mm. didn't. I got mad, and then <laughs> and then and then the the future storyline of four and just everything else is like, oh, okay, we're going to give up, but we're also going to just not talk about it but we're gonna talk about it but not in any meaningful way and i think syndicate and unity were the worst of them because they're like they acknowledged they acknowledged it was there but didn't do anything to move it forward it was like yeah we don't we don't care my sister was a fan of the assassin's creed games but she i think she played black flag first which she really liked and then she went she went back to play to, to, she was like, I'm going to start the whole series. And she nope. started one and just got very like tired of the open world stuff. <laughs> was yeah. just like, yeah. okay, I'm going to skip ahead. And then, yeah, she also was like, I don't like this franchise. I just like Black Flag. And I'm like, all right, fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely fair. Especially if you start with yeah. four. Yeah. Because yeah. it's more of a pirate game than it is an Assassin's Creed yeah. game. Yeah. Very much so. Um, yeah. But I think the most tiring Assassin's Creed game in all is Odyssey. Mm. It's a game that is just, it's way too big for its own good. Mm. It, it got to the point where I just got the platinum for it just because I could, I guess. It oh, took yeah? me 86 hours, which oh, is my God. way too long for any Assassin's Creed game. And again, mm. yes, I got the platinum. Did I do everything? Hell no, I didn't. Yeah. This is a game that has so much that I, I think I was at level 56 or 57. I was getting 33,000 experience points for finishing a mission, and it barely moved my experience bar up. I was doing 20,000 damage to enemies that were, that was acted just like a scratch. It wasn't doing anything. And it's just, it just felt like the math was off on everything with Odyssey. Because they want you to buy oh, those XP. Program this. No, it's just, it's just numbers. That's all it is. is. You want large numbers? Here's a bunch of large numbers. It's like, it's like, what is it, Disgaea, like that tactics game that mm. just, we just like big numbers. And here's some nonsensical large numbers. And the better balance of the new things, of the new Assassin's Creed games, of all that is, is Valhalla, but it's still way too big. I'm nowhere near finishing this game, and I'm already at 70 hours. It's just, this is way too, Assassin's Creed was a bite-sized series. You know, 30 hours, that's it. Get in and out. I don't care. I don't want to dedicate my life to finishing an Assassin's Creed game. Nah, bro. <laughs> Open world sandbox, 200 hours minimum. Get in there. Yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm so afraid of the next one. I, Where I are those everything. side quests? Collect <laughs> one of each herb to fill out your fucking journal. Yeah. Oh my god. Hunt you know, the actually... legendary elk and craft armor out of it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, not to jump in on your, your thing, but I also recently finished Far Cry 6. Um, and I hmm. had very much the same thought where... Like, I finished the story, and I was like, alright, that wasn't bad. And then I kind of just, like, looked at all of the stuff I still had left to do, and just went, 
Nah. <laughs> and turned it off and haven't turned it on since. <laughs> Damn. That is absolutely fair. That's, yeah. It I, was good, I, but it wasn't anything special or exactly. you to go back into. <laughs> I thought about getting the Platinum because I've gotten the Platinum for a bunch of previous Far Cries, but I, I just, I was like, ah, the stuff I still have to, there's still so much to do to get the Platinum that I was just like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'll probably go back and get the Platinum when all the, when the Danny Trejo mission comes out, when all the DLC is out. Oh, yeah, that one was, uh, I actually saw that on my map, but apparently that was a bug. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it <laughs> appeared on my it. map, but then it, like, disappeared for a while, and I was like, what? And I googled it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, that was not a thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just ignore it. Just you ignore it. ready, but not ready, ready. <laughs> but but it had it, the splash screen. My splash screens for forever were Danny Trejo, and I'm like, oh, what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> what is this? Just forget it. Forget you saw it. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I, man. Well, outside of all that, I started reading the uh, novel novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Ooh, okay. Cool. And yeah, if you, if you ever wanted to hear Tarantino narrate a film, that's that. Oh, did he write the novel? <laughs> did he write the novelization? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's very apparent when you get to some like larger <laughs> descriptions about things. It's like, uh-huh. oh, oh, you needed an editor. Too many, <laughs> many up-close feet shots. Yeah, 50 pages, uh, 50 pages de- dedicated describing one character's feet. I, I, I actually, I actually think in the first paragraph, uh, where it it starts it starts with the meeting of the agent, not in the restaurant, but in the agent's office, and he has a very it's a very shocking like I would say shocking, but a very I guess male description of the secretary with the mm-hmm. the, the hippie look on the short skirt, mm-hmm. and the only way he identifies her coming in or out is with the short skirt. Constantly mm. referencing the short skirt. It's just, well, that's... Yeah. Thanks, Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember which, which guy I was. I want to say it was Eli Roth. Mm. Uh, but Mr. Roth, don't quote me on this. Um, that he, he, There was a story about him going over to Tarantino's house to watch a movie, because he's got that like swanky home movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing Eli would say about it to the interview was like, oh, so what was it like watching a movie at Tarantino's house? He just like, Quentin wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> We put the movie on, and he just keeps spouting off shit that he knows about the movie. It's like that's fascinating and all, but like, can we watch it? <laughs> that, that's oh my the god, book. James, that are you Quentin book. Tarantino? No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> How did you know? I'm Quentin Tarantino, who sounds like David Lynch. <laughs> I like factories and nude feet. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I hate me. Oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, should should well, wait, James. What have you been up to? And then we gotta play ourselves out because yeah. um, clearing out a lot of the extra life shit, of course. And then there's been some right. uh, watch parties we've done that we just haven't done a uh, goon cast on for one reason or another. Some of them are future. Some of them were scrapped. Um, <laughs> I, oh, one of them was scrapped already. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I really cannot recommend Stone Ocean enough. I, I want more. Oh of it my now. god! 
Oh my god, I didn't mention Stone Ocean. I want, I want, I want more Stone <laughs> I've had Ocean Jojo, now. I've, I, I've had Jolene for 12 episodes, and if anything ever happens to her, I will kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for you to get to the end. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, I we've only had twelve episodes of Stone Ocean. No word on when we're gonna get the rest. I I need more of it now. Uh, JoJo's is yeah, it's so absolutely batshit and wonderful, and I love it. James, you have no idea how many times Will was like, "Let's watch Arcane," and I was like, "No, I can't sit through a long series again." But then I would contemplate rewatching JoJo's that's season what- six. That's what JoJo's does to you, baby. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, at least in terms of uh, one extra life thing, I, I'm not too far into it, but I've played the first hour to two of Disco Elysium, and already it has better writing, I think, than like 99.9% of video games that I've played that have come out in the last few years. It is yes. so yeah wonderfully written and i'm just engrossed and absorbed and it's i've heard so many good things about it and i just it's one of those things where i just haven't i haven't cut out time yet for it but i own i I own the director's cut and i i must watch i must play it at some point so i i came across a job listing for a writer for the team that did disco elysium and I was too terrified to apply because <laughs> it's yeah. that fucking good. It's, I'm it's like, obscene. I'm not even going to uh, embarrass myself. Mm-hmm. It's obscene. Um, yeah. And, and I can't wait to, to, to eventually get around to going through more. It's just, you know, scheduling and, 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 and whatnot since I'm streaming it and I'm trying to juggle all these different fucking plates. And then also starting other batshit insane things like fucking Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden. Which I'm only yeah. about, like an hour and a half into, and it's yes, absolutely fucking bonkers. Uh, for the oh man, for the uninitiated, <laughs> the uh, the dev team behind that, um, they're 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 called Tales of Games, and the 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 dev team's name is deliberately grammatically incorrect or grammatically weird because it's just a shit post. Uh, they 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 read. One of them, or maybe multiple of m- multiple people in the team, read Michael Jordan's Wikipedia page, and there was this passage about the movie Space Jam that was so awkwardly written about if Space Jam was canon, without really clarifying if it's canon to Looney Tunes or canon to Michael Jordan's life. <laughs> so they decided to take this concept... <laughs> and just take this 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 passage about if Space Jam is canon and make a sequel to an obscure like 16-bit era basketball game called Barkley Shut Up and Jam and then turn this into a turn-based JRPG that takes place in a science fiction dystopian future where the events of Space Jam are canon. And and basketball has been outlawed because of a chaos dunk, which can kill millions of people. And it sounds stupid, and it is stupid, but it is bonkers, and it is also exceptionally well-written, although it does get a little tedious every time you try to fucking save, and the fucking save bot is just monologuing at you about his opinion. That's my favorite game part. Death. It's, it's nonsense. It, like, cat, I have to sit through, like, ten text boxes 
in order to say oh god as this bot is just monologuing about fucking pocky or how jrpgs are better than western tripe like quake and fifa <laughs> it is it is it is so nonsense and I, I i'm i'm fully on board and i can't wait to do more and in terms yeah, of yeah I, I appreciate this approach of like yeah it's ridiculous but you got to keep an open mind about it so anyway the chaos dunk yeah it's uh and 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 on the subject of ridiculousness uh lee i don't think you've seen this yet and cat i know you watched it and matt I, or aaron i think you've you've watched it as well um i recently watched pg psycho gorman and that mm. movie oh, is yeah. complete schlock also but it is it yep. like I, I i genuinely enjoyed how stupid and ridiculous it was i'm a sucker for for comedic schlock uh basically yeah. the premise is uh what if et but replace the cute friendly alien with with uh thanos um, <laughs> yeah. and 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 replace yeah. elliot with uh, a female version of cartman <laughs> yeah oh my god yes and, and, and she's she's great she, i know the wonderful. red letter media review was like talking about like how people would find her annoying or something yeah, yeah. and i'm just like but that like that's kind of the entire point of her character is that she's literally yeah she's she, literally female cartman she, like she she's is, supposed to be the worst yeah, kid she, she is a complete and she does it asshole. brilliantly yeah and and yeah. it's it's just it's just wonderful and there's so much stupid shit in it and and just I, I, I it's, genuinely it's incredibly schlocky B movie. Yeah. And then then the final thing that we did a uh, a watch party on, which you weren't there for for Aaron, uh, but our friend Banana Boat was was uh, <gasps> Axum, which um, it's uh, it's it's almost made my best of list. <laughs> it's I'm still debating about if it's hitting my best of list. Uh, it it is a it is a complete tire fire of a movie in the best way possible. Oh my god! It it's a, so it's such a glorious disaster. It is a uh, 1990s slasher film, <laughs> early 90s, like 92. Um, mm -hmm. and and it is just so badly shot, and there's like no boom mic. And the video quality is awful, and everybody's talking over each other, and there's film errors in it, and there's even like grammatical errors all over the goddamn place. As as like the the, the opening title crawl, it it has like a, this this text to describe like the basic setup for the movie, and and it's it's literally the first couple seconds of this fucking film, and. The beautiful thing about this is it's like multiple sentences and or multiple lines, but at the first letter of every fucking sentence is capitalized. Even, even you, I mean, it's it's just run on sentences, but like the every line is is just it's capitalized and it's delightful. Yeah, like the, it opens with on a cold winter night in 1990, Mr. Mason, a mean and cruel townsman, left his job for home. After arriving home, he took a shotgun and killed his wife and kids. Then, is mean man killed himself? And it's is just, that the one I read as the devil? No, you read you you read Welcome to Raccoon City as the devil. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the devil. And it was it's, the devil. It's a delightful thing, and and also Aaron to give you to give you a wonderful idea. The the, the movie's dedicated to the the director's grandmother, right? Who who sadly <laughs> passed away. That's sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. Yes. 
And, and uh, you know, the film came out in 1992. It was presumably shot in 1991. Either way, he got his de- grandmother's date of death wrong because it says that she died in 1993. That's the ineptitude we're no. dealing with. It is, oh, no. It is, <laughs> the only time a mic is used, Aaron, is in the first five <laughs> minutes during a Yo Mama joke competition. Mm, as and, you do, and very, and it was very obviously a shoot the rodeo kind of moment because clearly the mic was not brought by the director. No, no, it wasn't, <laughs> and it's it's so, it's it's it is so nonsensical, and and I. So th- so this is almost worse than Manos because Manos was at least like oh. a bit like I bet you can't make a movie. Oh yeah, I, I, Manos. Yeah, Man- Manos, yeah. Is, Manos is probably a smidge worse. Because yeah, no, Man- Manos is worse because it like well hmm. nothing happens. Okay, pro- nothing happens, but production wise, it's got slightly higher value yeah. because at the very least you can kind of understand the characters. At the yeah, at the, like, at the very least they ADR'd the film. There's no <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no one like no one rewatched the film and said to the director, "Hey, you can't understand a word anyone is fucking saying in this movie." We need to re-record their lines. Yeah. Like there, there's, or if they did, the director was just like, "No, no, keep it. We keep, we, we keep it this way." There, there's something weirdly avant-garde about it, and I just love it. It's it's completely. I kept I kept thinking of Deathbed, the bed that eats. It's it's it's. Com- we have to do a watch party of that at some point. I I want to see. This Absolutely, movie. we do. Um, that one's beautiful. I, I I discovered this movie through Cosmonaut Marcus's channel because he decided one Halloween to do a Halloween episode where he watched the worst reviewed horror movie on IMDb, and this was it. And it's the whole thing is on YouTube, and that's how we watched it. And it is yeah. Oh, it was it was. I don't blame anybody for genuinely hating this movie, but as as a lover of bad <laughs> cinema, as a lover of shit, of shit yeah. like Manos and 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 mm-hmm. the stuff that MST3K or Riff Tracks would riff, uh, I, I I enjoyed it. I'm sure I, I if, based on our watch party, I think Lee hated it, but I, I also understand why. <laughs> I I hated it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I I truly understand why yeah. anyone would hate. Yeah, it. that's. Totally understandable. It, it, it's 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 not quite like Wish Upon, where no, where Wish Upon is is just so. There's production value in Wish Upon, but it is so fucking batshit and weird and stupid that it, it's it's a it's the kind of to get behind. It's the kind of movie where ninety percent of the viewing time is spent going, "What the fuck?" at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't hear the dialogue. You can't. You, you can't can, hear the dialogue. You can barely hear, and you can barely see anything because it's fucking. It's, uh, yeah, on, it's shot on, on, video. on YouTube, so the the com- the compression's also probably not great. Yeah. But like, there were like three pixels for character faces, and then they were like changing costumes, and we were like, "Wait a second, didn't that guy die already?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is a mess of a movie, but I truly enjoyed it. Um, and and I I I won't say that I recommend it though. If it sounds oh. like it's up your alley, watch it. Yeah. Or watch if you're like it. somebody who watches Red Letter Media and sees them watching stuff, and you think I will, and I like I will watch that myself without their like humorous commentary. This might be for you. <laughs> yeah. Or alternatively, just watch the 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 review from Cosmonaut Marcus. It's called the the worst horror movie ever made. Uh, and mm. it's 
it's it's I still need to watch that actually. It's, it's ten minutes and it's it 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 it's it's fantastic. Uh, he gave the movie because he you know he gives movies reviews and uh, proper scores and everything. Uh, he gave it an unironic nine point five out of ten, despite tearing it apart <laughs> the entire ten minutes. Hell yeah! It, Fair it's, enough. It's be- Hell it's yeah. beautiful fucking garbage. And and he for his review he had to watch the movie three times to try to get a basic grips as to what the fuck happened in the goddamn movie. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't know what the fuck happened in it. Yeah, it's nonsense. All right, so I think that 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 about does it. Um, yeah. yeah. So yep. and this is normally where we plug our shit, Aaron. What, what do you have to plug? You're, where can we find you? Uh, nowhere yet. <laughs> you have a YouTube channel. So so mysterious. It. Don't ask me what it is. I don't know what the name of <laughs> my YouTube channel is. I I I'll fuck. <laughs> Check check the description of this video. I'll fucking plug it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there yet. There's nothing there yet. Give me a month. <laughs> All right. Bookmark it and then go to his YouTube channel in a month. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, oh. Bertley. All right, well, uh, this has been your boy, Lee Alder, the Valley Jester. You can catch my shit over at twitch.tv slash Valley Jester. We are coming back from a hiatus. Uh, Once again, I was getting bent over by the retail industry. But now I'm back. We'll be doing Kingdom Hearts 3, finishing that up. And then I'm going to see if my computer has the capability to handle streaming uh, FF7 Remake on PC, which uh, gifted to me by a goon. I don't know what you're and uh, who could it be? We're gonna, we're gonna have a good time with that. Use the cloud, hell yeah, mark, where it's just cloud and drag <laughs> the entire game. Cloud and drag is fucking hot. I'm, I'm with it. Sure. So, I'm once again cat, aka the attack cat on Twitch. Uh, I've also been on kind of an on informal hiatus, uh, just because I've got a lot of projects that don't really. Um, Correlate with streaming, like writing, writing Cthulhu one shots kind of projects, um, and you know a bunch of other stuff. But I might be back to stream trophy cleanup for Sherlock Holmes uh, in the near future, I think. Uh, and uh, otherwise, yeah. So it's just the attack out on Twitch. That's where you can find me. Yeah, with underscores. Yes. Uh, Pickle underscores. Yeah. And uh, I'm James, also known as Saber0307, which you can find me on Twitch, where I stream all sorts of garbage and sometimes good stuff. Uh, currently, I'm in the process of clearing out the backlog of incentives from Extra Life. And Balan, 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 Balan. Balan's fuck world. Balan, uh, Balan. God damn it. Um, yeah. I can't believe that game's not hitting the top ten list of anybody. <laughs> oh, it's, it's on a top five for me. <laughs> oh, oh! I, it made a list, all right. It made my list for and it was something. checked twice. <laughs> um, checked twice and played twice. God, kill me. Uh, yeah. So it's your legacy, James. My legacy is fucking corpse party, Balin and Drakengard, and I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yes, it oh, and Illbleed, Illbleed as well, and Illbleed. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we have a lot of fun on there. Currently, I'm a VTuber because of extra life so you know if you because want, of hotness because if you want it because he's the sexiest vtuber of all time if, if you want the cutest angriest anime waifu 
with my voice coming out of it where you can throw shit at me. Yeah. Give me a watch. She's, yeah. my, she's my favorite. It's pretty amazing. It's yeah. great. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's batshit and, and we have a lot of fun with it and, and it confuses people. And they're just like, why are you a YouTuber? It's like, don't worry about it. Have people actually come on the channel and been like, why are you a VTuber? Yeah, people who have not been on really? the channel for, for a while, they pop in. It's like, I, I see there have been some changes. <laughs> What's going on? And you're like, shut up, Baka. Shut up. Shut up. It's for charity. I had no say in the VTuber model. The VTuber model Damn is right you didn't. made by Natalie at Kat's suggestion. Yes. Yes, god damn it. Na Natalie to perfection as always. Yeah, <laughs> it even has stupid bear ears that everybody thinks are cat ears. Um <laughs> It does have bear ears and I love it. All right. Yeah, so so we'll be back. Less Nico, more Kuma. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> the next goon cast will most likely be our best, worst and most disappointing list Fuck yeah. episodes. And that should be great, because oh, yeah. uh, we have a lot to say about our favorites, and, you know, it may surprise you. Balan won't. Balan's on my my worst list. I won't say oh, where it is, but it's... Yeah, yeah spoiler no, warning. No, no more spoilers for the list. We gotta, but, yeah. gotta keep it. It'll be great. Uh, so, yeah, uh, y'all take care of yourselves, stay safe, be excellent to each other, and we'll catch you on the next uh, Gooncast, so... Bye, 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 Yeah, folks. Femboy Cloud is submissive and breedable. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Also, everybody Bye, everybody. Wow.